Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Selling From Why podcast. I'm your host Andrew, and on today's podcast we're going to be exploring something a little bit different. We're going to step away from our traditional goal of focusing only into the PEO industry, and instead we're going to look at how to position your sale in a competitive marketplace. Thanks again for listening. This is the Selling From Why podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll have new episodes every week. And again, thanks for joining. Hi, guys. So thanks again for joining. As I mentioned in our introduction, today we're going to do something a little bit different in that we are going to uh, change change our message a little bit. We're going to move away from focusing entirely into the PEO marketplace. And because of that, this podcast may be a little bit more useful to anybody in the sales industry or in the marketing industry as a whole. And because of that, we're going to change our message a bit. So today we're really going to begin exploring the idea of how to position yourself in a competitive selling environment or in a competitive marketplace environment there's a couple of reasons why I wanted to tackle this subject. And the first reason is very, very simple. It is a subject that is missing from my book, the Selling From Why book that will actually be published here in about a week and a half, two weeks. So very exciting for me right now. But the book, as much as it does cover a lot of very specific and a lot of very beneficial information around the PEO selling industry, specifically methodology and the practice of selling PEO, it does not get into specifics where the competitive marketplace takes place. So because of that, I felt like this was a much needed podcast or an opportunity to explore this. The second reason why I felt like this was important is because I've been hearing from a number of my my sales reps in the last couple of weeks that the marketplace shift and, and the proliferation of PEO into the marketplace is causing more and more competitive selling situations. Now, the rules for competing in those situations are not specific to PEO, although we might use examples that are specific to the PEO industry. Instead, we're really going to focus in on how do you position yourself in those situations. And this is an important thing to understand because absent a competitive value proposition, absent a way of really highlighting how your solution is different, how your value is different, and what relevance that's going to bring to the prospect in your sale, a lot of times what happens is you fall back to price. Unfortunately, that's the way that these things work, especially in a competitive marketplace. We have to really understand what the idea of a competitive marketplace is so we can understand why price becomes such an overpowering aspect of the selling event. So let's start there very, very quickly. So let's start this podcast by understanding the difference between a competitive selling situation and a competitor selling situation. I think that those two are often very confused. If I were to ask the majority of people on this podcast or any of my salespeople to define a competitive selling situation, the answer I would get is generally exactly the same. It's anytime I'm in a sale where the prospect has invited a company that is in competition with my own to also meet with them, right? It's whenever we are selling against a competitor. But that's not really a very accurate description of a competitive selling situation. 
That is what I would like to refer to as a competitor selling situation in which I am actually selling specifically against a competitor. A competitive selling situation is much more subjective and much more based on the idea that is found within the prospect, the idea of perceived value. In a competitive selling situation, you find yourself selling against a company or companies that according to the prospect have a similar perceived value. Now, this is a very, very important distinction to make. In a competitive selling situation, you could be selling against a company that you never considered to be a competitor. So what do I mean by that? Well, in the PEO industry, obviously there are many, many PEOs across the United States. And if you are selling to a company that is meeting with another PEO, you are in a competitor selling situation where you're specifically selling against another PEO. A competitive selling situation occurs when you are selling against a company that has, again, a perceived similar value in the eyes of the prospect. It is subjective to the prospect. And in those cases, you could be selling against a broker, a healthcare broker, an insurance broker who has a, a great technology that attaches to their health insurance program. You could be selling against an ASO model or an HRO model or one of these TPAs or an administrative service model. You could even be selling against a payroll company with a strong technology or a strong program that enforces or helps to build HR administration within an organization. There are a lot of companies out there that do things similar enough to your industry or your business in which a perceived value between yourself and those companies may be confused by the prospect. And so because of that, it is very, very important that we define the difference between a competitive selling situation and a competitor selling situation. Now, fortunately enough, the information that I'm going to share with you today, how to position, how to speak to value in a competitive selling situation also applies to a competitor selling situation. However, in a competitor selling situation, you may want to spend more time understanding the specifics of your competitor, but it does not change the method by which you approach your sale. It doesn't change how you increase or improve value, the perceived value for your prospect to the point of it becoming an actual value. The difference between perceived and actual value is very simple. Perceived value is sort of value with ignorance. It's, I believe there is value, but I don't understand enough as of yet to really know the difference. Actual value is value with understanding. And it only occurs if we're able to truly differentiate ourselves in a competitive selling situation. So that's what we're going to explore here. Now, before I go into exactly how we are going to position our sale in a competitive selling situation, I do want to make one thing very clear. For those that are listening that are specifically within the PEO industry, it is important to understand for you that this does not change the methodology or the approach we have in our sale. The process and methodology of the selling from why concept does not change simply because you are in a competitive selling environment. In fact, I would argue that it is more important than ever to understand the whys, the goals, the intents and initiatives of the business owners or the prospects you are sitting before in a competitive selling situation as much as it is in any other environment is probably just as crucial if not more. And there's a lot of reasons behind that and I don't think today is the day to get into those but it's a certainly an important thing to understand. This does not change your approach 
to your sale. It simply changes how we are going to position value at the point of a proposal. And that's where we're going to start with. Let's start with how many salespeople will position their value or position their solutions in a competitive selling environment. And by that, what I mean is they do so in the exact same way that they would position their sale in any other environment. So what I often see, and the biggest mistake that I feel many salespeople make, is they present their solutions and they present their value in the same way, regardless of if it is a competitive selling environment or a non-competitive selling environment. And that is the first mistake we make. When you are in a competitive selling environment, it is very, very important that we position our value and our services in a unique way. And there are three fundamental ways to do that. So the first is that we need to make sure that whatever we are presenting is specific only to our company. It is something that only we can do. Our company is the only one out there that can do this. And by coming on board with us, you will get access to this very specific and unique way or unique approach of handling your specific needs. The next thing, it needs to be provable. We need to be able to prove that we can actually do it. Nothing halts us in our sales approach, like suggesting that we are capable of doing something that's very, very important, very crucial for the prospect. And when the prospect says, okay, show me, we aren't able to show them. Make sure that if you are suggesting that you can do something for the prospect, that especially if it is something that is unique to your company or unique to your industry, make sure you can prove that you can do it. And last but not least is making sure that it is of value to your prospect. This is incredibly important. I cannot tell you how often I'm in a sales meeting, a proposal, or, or any other kind of conversation where a salesperson says to a prospect, this is something that we do that no one else can do and here's some information to show you that we do it. And I think to myself, but this prospect doesn't care about that information. So why are we talking about it? As a general rule, you need to have all three of those specific identifiers to create a value proposition in a competitive selling environment. Once again, it needs to be something that is specific to your company, unique to your company. No one else is able to do it, only you can do it. It needs to be able to be proven or backed up, whether that's industry facts, industry information, or specific relevance or demonstration from your company. You need to be able to assure the prospect that this unique, specific, we're the only company that can do this value can be done, and here's proof of that. And then last but not least, most importantly, it needs to be valuable to your prospect. In other words, it's something that the prospect must be able to identify and say that is crucial in the goals, in the needs of, of my organization. Now, all three of these key identifiers, they all have one thing at their, at their core, and that is that the salesperson understands the goals and values of the organization in order to pick these specific aspects of their value proposition to display or to demonstrate to the company. So it, again, does not change our approach to the sale. It only changes our method of delivering this information to the prospect. Now, what we will often find is that rather than focusing on these key identifications or key identifiers of our value proposition, we will instead live in a world of value equality where we will present information that is specifically 
identical to what our competitor or what our competitive sales situation has identified. For instance, in the PEO industry, if I were to be selling against a broker and that broker was able to identify and display great healthcare programs with great healthcare carriers that would potentially save money for the prospect, if I do the exact same thing and I walk into my proposal with a list of healthcare programs with similar healthcare carriers that saves a similar amount of money, while it might have some value to my prospect, it isn't unique. And it certainly isn't something that is going to really deliver a difference in value for my, for my business owner. Instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to open myself up for a price war a bidding war where I'm going to have to drop my price enough to make my value greater than my competitors. Because if I can't prove that it's unique to me, if I can't prove that I can do it, and I can't show that it's valuable to my client, the only thing I'm left with is the price tag. And that's where that value equality comes in. I'm selling the exact same thing as the other guy, so I'm gonna have to be the lowest price. So. Again, this is an important distinction to make. We want to ensure all three of those methods are met in order to build our value proposition. So one of the first questions I get from my sales team when I teach this method, this idea of creating a value proposition around the unique differentiators in a competitive selling situation is, well, Andy, what about all of that basic information? What about all of that other stuff that we do that creates our service model, that creates the solution and the value for the business. And absolutely, you have to explain all of that as well. You can't just explain specific unique identifiers of your value model. There won't be enough of them in order to create an actual picture of the service model. So nonetheless, you still need to explain what we do, how we do it, why we do these things for our clients. But in doing so, you need to ensure that you include in that a statement or the statements that are very specific and unique to our PEO or to our service model that they're not going to get anywhere else. The prospect, the client is not going to be able to get these specific values anywhere but here. We can prove that we can do them. And most importantly, they're incredibly important to the prospect. So an example of this recently was a salesperson and myself went into a proposal with a prospect that had seen a number of very incredibly high renewals over the last couple of years with their healthcare program. And they were looking at opportunities to control that cost and find some better healthcare options for their employees. They had brought in a long-term friend of one of their employees who was a healthcare broker. And that person had been in the meeting about a week or two prior with the business owner and the CFO and had already presented healthcare numbers that were a pretty hefty savings against the current healthcare options that this prospect was demonstrating for their employees. Now we had a similar savings, but what was different about our proposal or what made a difference to our prospect was not the healthcare plans we presented and it wasn't the healthcare carriers we presented or the savings we presented. It was the one thing that we did that was completely unique for this prospect. So we still nonetheless went into our proposal and explained very, very similarly that we were here with great healthcare programs and a great healthcare plan and an incredible healthcare carrier to meet the needs of the client. 
And at the same time that we were able to considerably save money, just like their broker could. But what was different, what was unique about our business model was the ability for the PEO to control the cost of healthcare long term for this business in that we were not simply putting them in a band-aid solution of saving them fifteen or twenty thousand dollars this year the situation was that we were able to save them money long term and we demonstrated that by bringing in the last three years of historic renewal data for our PEO by showing that we were successfully beating the trend of the marketplace by seven or eight percent year over year we were able to demonstrate a considerable long-term value that was very important to this prospect as they had seen nothing but heavy increases in their health care year over year. Saving money on their health care was absolutely crucial for them, and it was a necessary step to earning their business. But what was just as important was not leaving them out to dry next year at the time of the renewal and our ability to control their costs long term was unique to us. So nonetheless, we still spent a considerable amount of time talking about our healthcare plans and our healthcare carriers and the overall healthcare program and support that we delivered that was exactly the same as what the broker was offering. But we were able to spend a few minutes differentiating our solution by including a value statement and a value proposition that very simply said, we are going to help control the cost for your business long term and that is going to be incredibly important for your business. And that was what made the difference for us and that's why we won in prospect. So the last piece of this is to understand that when you are in a competitive selling situation, you need to familiarize yourself with what the competitor of that situation is actually presenting. Now, uh, I'm getting a little bit wordy in that I'm using the term competitor multiple places but in this position or in this stance I'm saying that the competitor is any company that is selling specifically against you in that sales environment when we refer to the competitor selling environment which is when you actually sell against specifically a competitor it can be a lot more troubling to create these value statements these value propositions because in those situations you need to be sure that you are presenting information or presenting the solution in a way that is completely unique and different from what your competitors are displaying that can become uh, tough to do at times especially when you think about the fact that many PEOs or many companies have very very similar business models so for instance in a PEO model we know that we handle the payroll for our clients usually with very strong HRIS technologies. We also know that there's an HR offering. We know that healthcare and workers' compensation are inclusive in our solution. And that's all very important. But if we simply present that information exactly the same way as our competitors, we're going to end up again with that value equality. And that's where it becomes crucial, critical that the salesperson learns how to present the information differently than the way that a competitor might and in order to do that, you have to understand how your competitors are presenting that information. And more importantly, what is uniquely different about your PEO and what is uniquely different about their PEO. And that can take time and a great deal of patience and understanding within the industry to get to. So by all means, spend your time studying and learning more about your competitors. As you begin to run into them more and more often in this marketplace, you will find that it's incredibly valuable to be able to position your specific value uniquely to ensure you win more prospects 
and avoid that value equality. Thanks for listening, guys. Once again, this is Andy, and this is the Selling From Why podcast. I'll be back next week with another episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and happy selling. Thank you.